Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Yes, yes, yes. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. What's up? Fran, um, I'm glad we were able to get in on this yeah. uh, fine evening. Well, the day that we typically record is mm-hmm. um, is going to be taken over by festivities. Uh, yeah. You are um, going to be celebrating your impending uh, um I don't know the proper terms. Uh, <laughs> uh, your lady's having a baby. Yes. And there's going to be a party to celebrate that. Yes. Some would call that a baby shower. Yes, sir. And so we're going to, you know, we're not going to be able to record tomorrow because we're going to be celebrating that. Yep. You know, you're going to get in the pacifiers with the mustaches on them. Yep. You know, a little onesie that says, like, I eat shit or, like, I shit and you yeah. clean. Or, yeah. You know, those little <laughs> vulgar ones. Uh, I like those ones where it just says, like, I want my fucking milk now. Yeah. I like those ones. Yeah. So, um, can't yeah. wear stuff like that because my grandma's going to be there. So, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I get the one with like the asterisk one. Like, yeah. Like, it's, like, it's like F, the at sign. Yeah. C K I N G. Yeah. I'll get one of those. Um, so, congratulations to you on that. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, I, that should be very exciting. I'll try to maybe snap some photos. You know, maybe we can put them on, on the yeah. Facebook uh, group, get some support, you know, from people that want to see those kind of things, man. You are a star, man. People want to see what's going on in your life yeah. and see what's going on with the young bean, you know, coming up, uh, future star of the NBA. Yeah, I hope uh, so. Are you, would you like to announce a name or are you keeping that under wraps or? How, um, I'll wait. I'll wait till okay. he's born first. Okay, I'll, cool, cool, I'll, cool, cool. Uh, cool, I fucks with it. Yeah. Um, uh, My day has not been as festive, nor will my day tomorrow, except for going to the baby shower. Mm-hmm. Um, We have two dogs parallel to my fence mm-hmm. and they've been a little you know precocious mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say any breeds i don't want any people in my mention uh-huh. but you know they are a little bit of a uh, aggressive breed of dog okay and they got into a big fight hmm. the other day with each other and so the whole neighborhood's been kind of up in arms because we you know a lot of us have pets and stuff so yeah and because my fence is the one we share a fence mm-hmm. and that fence is a little weak mm-hmm. when we moved in it was being held up by like a rope the people okay. that were selling the house didn't really didn't get around to that yeah. you know they painted some stuff on the inside made the inside look nice fence was a little shabby didn't worry about it though because the person behind us was super old and we never saw him they oh, passed okay. away house went on the market now this person moves in they got two dogs uh, my dog goes outside there's barking we saw um, the other day we saw like a, a, a snout peeking mm-hmm. through like little slots in the fence so yeah. I, was, I was concerned so I wanted to get out there we started to try to re-level the fence mm-hmm. get it up 
more and secure. Mm-hmm. And that was not a fun task, man. Mm-hmm. I don't envy uh, manual labor. I even um, I said to myself when I got done, I said, oh, if I was a slave, I would have been dead. Mm. Like with my, if, if <laughs> let me take it back. If I was like forcefully put in a time machine, because I don't think any black people should fuck around with time travel. If I was forcefully put into a time machine and like transferred back to like 1830. Mm-hmm. And then I'm me in my mind. I got, you know, I, I want my iPhone and all this kind of stuff, yeah. but I'm just in tattered rags. And you're like, you better get out there and work those fields, boy. Yeah. I try to do it for as long as I can to blend in to come up with a plan. Mm-hmm. But after like 20 minutes that and I start getting blisties on my hand and stuff, I'm like, I'm hot. I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. And then you don't have the option. Yeah. You know, today I had the option to be like, I'm going to take a break. It's hard. Mm-hmm. You didn't have that option at that time. They worked you till you died. Yeah. And I really, you know, it's crazy the things, you know, I don't know, maybe it's just my brain, but sometimes I'll just be doing something. I'm like, damn, shit was crazy back then. I can't believe people did it. They had to do it this way. Yeah. You know, so that was one of those times I, had, I really had to look back and go, wow, our ancestors really, stu- really suffered, man. I already mm-hmm. appreciated that. Mm-hmm. But in the moment of me doing some manual labor, because it's rare that I'm doing... <laughs> Why well, do a job you can pay somebody to do is my yeah. motto, you know. So I didn't want to pay somebody to do this job, nor do I know who to call to do yeah. that. I don't yeah. need a new fence. I just need you to fix the ground underneath the fence. Yeah. I, I just, my neighbor knows, he has all the tools. He was mm-hmm. like, it'll be easy. Wasn't easy. He lied to me. Ended up being very hard. We're not even done. So we have to find another day to go back out there and finish. Mm-hmm. It got it was so hard, we were like, let's just call it a day. Easy fan, but he's by old school, so he... If I grew up doing stuff like that. Yeah, sure, but he's got a really bad back. It was really kind of awkward because we're out there working and, uh, you know, he's so making... So he was doing all the work? Well, no, he was doing a lot of the work, but oh. he was making a lot of, like, meek sounds and it made me feel bad. And I'd be like... <laughs> no, I was like... It was like... Ugh. Oh. Almost kind of moany. Okay. His back hurts and I'd be like, hey, man, let me get in there. No, 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 I can finish this. I got it. You know, yeah. pride. Yeah. You know, pride will kill you. Um, Not me. <laughs> yeah, like, sure, here, take it. You know? <laughs> I was what I, was what I thought he would say, but he, he kept being like, no, nah, I'll finish this part. Okay. Um, so uh, that was my day. Um, anyway, uh, let's get to uh, the this week's news and yeah. sto- stories like that of the sorts. Um, as people have seen from last week, we're going to keep it going with good vibes will be coming at the end of the show, yeah. changing the format up, and that's just how we're doing like it. it now. Yeah. So first thing I'm going to talk about is uh, the Squeegee Saga continues mm-hmm. um we've been v- pretty vocal about the squeegee boys for a while on here um for people who i don't know if, i don't know if squeegee boys are like a coalition mm-hmm. or if they are unionized i don't know if squeegeeing <laughs> has gone like city to city state to state i don't know if it's just a baltimore thing mm-hmm. i would assume not but i don't know when we say squeegee boys on here maybe there's somebody in montana that's like i don't know what you mean by that are they a gang of squeegeeers kind of so what they do is they are offering a service roadside to clean your windshield, even though I don't know a car. I, I I once got into a car. A friend of mine was like trying to cut corners. So she had no radio, no power windows, no a bunch of shit. And when I say no radio, I mean like the slot. It was just they built it. It, it was just naked. Like it looked like a door. Mm. Like there were no there was how, nothing. How was that cutting corners? Not having to... I guess you say it's a package. <laughs> You know okay. what I mean? Like it's like you know you can get like snow tires or like I don't I don't want the radio. I guess that Is, takes off like two hundred dollars. I don't know how much it takes off, but yeah. I, so I was like, oh okay, that's cool. I guess I didn't yeah. know. I've never seen a car that like didn't have windshield wipers and wiper fluid on them in twenty nineteen. She didn't have that, one. That no, I'm just saying. Oh, I don't know. That's dangerous. I don't know what. This job that these people are doing mm-hmm. is an unnecessary job. Right. You're basically just asking for free money. Right. Because I don't need you to... Most of the time, if I give somebody money, 
I don't. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. Here, get yourself a, a hot coffee or yeah. something like That's that. That's a dying business. I don't know why. It's dead. It's been dead for a long yeah. time. It's not dying. It's dead. What car doesn't have windshield wipers and wiper fluid? You just do it yourself. I've never been like unless I just freshly hit a deer. Yeah. And my car is smeared in blood. Mm-hmm. I've never been driving down the road and I'm like, oh my god, I've been driving for 20 minutes and I can't see out of my windshield. And my windshield wipers, the fluid is it's not enough in here to clear my path. Mm-hmm. I wish there was somebody on the roadside with a dirty squeegee and a bottle of Windex who could just hit hit off my windshield yeah. right now. That's never no one's ever thought that. You just hit the thing and it gets clean enough until you get your car clean. You don't mm-hmm. need to get specifically your windshield yeah. wiped poorly. Anyway. A woman was surrounded by squeegee boys earlier this week and pulled the hammer out on them. Mm. Um, uh, apparently, they wanted to... what? Because the tactic is, they just do it. Yeah. And then they're like, well, I did it, so give me money. Yeah. They did that to her. She was like, I said no. Yeah. They surrounded her car, started kicking it. Oh. Words, words were exchanged. So she yeah. picked her purse up, pulled the hammer out. Boom. It's in my lap now. You see what I'm... You see the tools I'm working with? Yeah. It, my, gun, my gun doesn't jam. Mm. The guy's... It's Baltimore, though, so they were like, I'm assuming it was something like, man, this old dummy, blah, blah, blah. and they reached in the car, offended that she had pulled the gun out on them, Oh, and then they started tussling over the gun. The gun goes off, shoots her passenger seat, they scatter. Wow. She stuck around, filed a police police report, her name was redacted, and um, she said, you know, I am, they, you know, they came at me, I didn't want any of the service, I don't, you know... I didn't want this. Yeah. So I, I carry a legal gun to protect myself. And I felt like I was being threatened in that moment. And what I will say is... Did they I've, go after her for that? No, it's, okay. it's no, like, okay. it's no like it's not like it's not going to prolong or okay. go any further than it was an incident. Because everybody ran away. We don't know who they were or anything like that. That's savage. Now, I've seen both sides of the coin. What I don't appreciate is people that are not from here or don't experience, or like live in another county or something saying... Man, those boys are just trying to do something positive, da, 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 staying, staying out of trouble, trying to do something for work. Because a lot of those kids, I'm not not all of them, mm-hmm. but a lot of those kids don't approach you right. Yeah, and they steal. Sorry. Whoa, is that Sorry. is that that's unfounded? Sorry. Has one of them stolen from you? No. Where did they get those those uh, <laughs> squeegees? those squeegees from? I'm sure they buy the squeegees like a hardworking American friend. That is very sure. that is that is liableist. And luckily, you didn't say any names. You can't just go around accusing people of stealing. That's fine. My they go to the gas station. They take them from the little trash cans at the bottom, and then they go about their business. <laughs> I continue. I continue. My, <laughs> oh, you said they steal the ones that are just there for free? Yeah. Come to think of it, I haven't seen one of those there in a while. They all gone. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, <laughs> people who say uh, these are just kids. They're trying to work hard. Da da da. Because some a, a lot of times people have interactions where they don't go the right way. Yeah. Or people are just like, "Give me money. I know you got it." Or whatever. This kind of demanding attitude mm-hmm. but I've also had good conversations with some, some kids on the side of the room like, you know keep your head up you're doing your thing man here's five dollars whatever just out of trouble boom I've seen both mm-hmm. so you can't just pretend like these these are just innocent kids looking yeah. for a way a job or whatever because it's not a job mm-hmm. we don't need it done so yeah. I, you know <laughs> why am I giving you money other than t- most people are probably like it's easier for me to just give you a dollar and you leave me alone yeah. and that's really that's a gunless extortion Yeah. it was like I would rather not deal with trying to tell you no and you trying to do it i'll just give you a dollar and you'll keep pushing that is kind of to me that's a little bit of an extortion uh tactic where it's like you are so annoying potentially dangerous to some people feel you know they feel it Mm -hmm. whether that you want to call that racist or whatever prejudice or being you know uh you know prejudice toward these kids that are on the streets 
seeing five kids surround your car can mm-hmm. feel intimidating. Yeah. And you're just like, here's a dollar, man. I'm good. I'm like, let me go. Yeah. And then speaking on that, they don't even do the whole windshield. No, no, no. They do a terrible job. They do half of the windshield. I would rather just take my money and go pay and get my car clean. I don't understand. But anyway, that's besides the point. My point is, I think there needs to be something done. But yeah. as a person, I'm not a resident of the city anymore. I don't pay taxes in the city or anything like that. So I don't really have a say on any kind of like programs or anything. Mm-hmm. But I think that they should be using these kids and people who are on the streets and come up with some kind of like neighborhood cl- cleaning program. Provide them with trash bags so you can't just go to people's house and steal trash out of their trash cans. Mm-hmm. How I envision it in my mind is... There's, they, you build some kind of station to where you bring the waste. Mm-hmm. And we have our own specific branded trash bags. Mm-hmm. You come, you fill these bags up, minimum five trash bags a day. You get $30 for the day. You can't do it anymore in three days a week. But they have to be these branded trash bags, mm-hmm. and you have to submit your name and your information. If you get in any kind of trouble, you're banned from the program. Mm. You know, So that incentivizes kids to clean up their own neighborhoods, yeah. make a little bit of money, you know, part time. Obviously, get another job if you really are yeah. hard up for cash. But I, these kids can't be making more than thirty dollars a day doing the squeegee boy job. If they are, that's crazy to me. <laughs> you know, so if if, some, if you know, call it thirty dollars. It could be whatever. But a minimum of five trash bags a day. Mm-hmm. That you can't like go over and get more than thirty dollars a day. Mm-hmm. And you have to use these specific trash bags so that the kids don't just come up like, yo, I got tra- I got a bag full of trash and you just stole it out of somebody's yard yeah. out of their trash can. That comes causes all kind of new problems. Mm-hmm. They have to be in these reciprocals mm-hmm. and. I think that that could incent. Now these kids are doing something that's helping the community, making a couple of dollars, and they're not harassing people. Mm-hmm. You know, for lack of a better term, even if you're asking nicely, it's harassment. If you're asking me for money, yeah. I don't know a better term for that. How's that not harassment? You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if you're just a kid, or, you know, whatever, and I'm not your employer, yeah. so you asking me for money out of my pocket is harassing me, even if it's nice. I'll be more up for it if they went, if they ask, and I'd be like, I know I don't need them, but I mean, he's hustling. He's a dollar. Do it. Do That's it, all yeah. I can appreciate. That's all I, I would, can appreciate. I, I will more not you doing it and then going, motherfucker. I didn't. I didn't yeah, I didn't you ask to, you to do it. And they got an attitude with me. Spray like that watery ass glass <laughs> Windex on my shit. I don't want these people doing an amateur job cleaning my windows. So I, I recently gave a guy like like ten bucks, uh, but that's because I had seen him every day. Mm-hmm. At six and when I go to work at like six in the morning, he's out there asking, and I saw him. He's been out there for like two months, mm. so I respected his consistency. Cause it's easy to be out there at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I mean, at four o'clock in the afternoon, eight o'clock at night, to be out there at six a.m. every day for like the past year, mm-hmm. I've seen this dude consistently. I was like, here, man. I told him I don't even don't clean my because I don't want the I don't want the job that you're mm-hmm. doing. But I respect your like your perseverance and your, yeah. you know getting up and being out here and whatever he if he puts it in his arm if he's you know saving up I don't it's none of my business right but I appreciate you being out here mm-hmm. that's all I can say about it you know so uh, I thought that was pretty crazy mm-hmm. I want to update people because the squeegee boy sagas do continue um, I don't there's no legislation put in place to help these kids or give them an alternative or protect people from them either either way. Um, so I don't really know what the end is, but whenever there's an update to give, I will give. Fran, you or earlier this week sent me a, a a news link or like a news story, thinking it was from our neighborhood. Yeah. Thirty nine people were found in a uh, in a, like a semi truck, a refrigerated semi truck mm-hmm. in Essex, England, or yeah. whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know provinces or whatever. But it's Essex, the United Kingdom or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. I was able to get an update on that and to the best of my ability. Apparently, it was some kind of human trafficking situation. Okay. Um, there have been about five people charged mm-hmm. in the incident. I don't know if the, it ran out of air or the refrigeration. Like unit. immigrants or something? 
Yeah, because okay. there's a, and I don't even want to speak on that because I'm not very familiar with like Brexit and right. all the stuff that's going on over there in the Northern Ireland and the mm-hmm. borders. I'm not, I don't, I'm not well versed in it. Yeah, but apparently they were smuggling people across whatever kind of borders and barriers they have, mm-hmm. and stuff went wrong. Yeah, you know, very tragic. I liken it to um, season two of The Wire. If you haven't seen it, one of the main storylines is there were a bunch of uh, sex workers being trafficked from like Russia and the mm-hmm. Ukraine to the United States. And somebody banged the air hole down, hmm. and they all suffocated in a, in a, in a container. Man. It's just that fast. I mean, so it could be it could have been a lack of oxygen. It could have been I don't know what it was, yeah. and or something malfunctioned, and that was supposed to do something, provide them air, provide them, you know, cooling system, whatever. They all passed, you know. So that's that's a very tragic yeah. situation. People just trying to, you know, get to a better situation, trying to find prosperity yeah. some way. And thirty nine people did. It was 31, 31 men and eight women. Yeah, I mean, it was like trending. And on Twitter, and uh-huh. I saw Essex. I was like, "Whoa!" I was, yeah, was like, "What?" Essex, Maryland. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, what the hell? I why is nobody talking about this? This wasn't. How was this? Was outside of my uh, my, what do they call it? Your uh, mail station? Yeah, I was like, what? wasn't. Was outside of my mail station? It's insane. Yeah, now it's thousands of miles away from here. Yeah. Um. So you know, condolences and you know, prayers to yeah, still all those families and um, all that. I mean, that's thirty nine people just in one go. It's, that's really tragic. Um. Again, again, there's a bunch of you know lo- political. News from this country. I don't want to speak on. Don't care about mm-hmm. the impeachment inquiries continue, and that's yeah. Good luck with that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just tired, man. Kanye West put out an album. Don't care. You know, like that dude is an idiot and yeah. is misinformed. What's really dangerous about a person like Kanye West is what else did he say recently? He said something else crazy. Let's about, see. Uh, um, well, he doesn't he like, want his wife to dress provocatively anymore. And it's like, that's what she does. That's like who she is. But now, see, that's the thing about people. Don't put your journey on me. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate anybody going through a journey. You, you, you don't eat meat anymore. You want to be a vegan. You want to find Christ or whatever. That's cool. But yeah. to don't try to make me do what you do. Yeah. And he put that on. His wife was like, man, look, this is what I do, man. I'm I'm not trying to make you do what I do. I, pre- I respect what you're doing yeah. and whatever. And he threw a hissy fit and walked out of the room. Good, I like him, Kardashian. So yeah, man, I don't know. He's childish, man. He said a lot of stupid things. No, I mean, like on this he new piggy- thing about um, he's not a slave anymore. It was and- it piggybacked on that where he said yeah, like a couple yeah. months, like a year ago. Yeah, he yeah, says yeah. something else. Oh, like, he's still st- all that something. stuff. It's still it's still the same line yeah. of thought, but he hasn't figured it out yet. That's the dangerous thing. It's like I can appreciate some. It's like I kind of hear what he's saying, mm. but he hasn't. It wasn't fig- that easy. But he hasn't figured it out yet, and he's still just kind of. Coming up with stupid analogies. You know how somebody hadn't really f- fully formed their thought yet, but they still want to talk out loud? Yeah. It's like that. And that's dangerous when you got a platform like he has. Yeah. When you're just kind of saying stuff like, man, you know, uh, the Republican Party used to be the Democratic Party and da 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 and they freed this. It's like, but you don't you don't know what you're trying to say, yeah. man. So you're just saying things. He said, yeah, I mean, like, why didn't they all just say no? It's like, what? Yeah, he was like, <laughs> man, I tell you like this, <laughs> if they all start throwing slavery nets out around again... How about we move? That's what it was. Yep. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're like, what? <laughs> but you know what's crazy is he, when he said that, I could tell when he finished it, he was like, that was dope. That was, <laughs> no, that like, was the dumbest I, shit. Yeah, it was like, you know, you're, you're a dope. You know what I mean? So it's like, but when he, but every time he says something, I can tell he thinks like, I just bodied that. Yeah. You know, he, he's like, on some other shit. Like, y'all just got to catch up to what I'm saying because mm-hmm. I'm really spitting gems, but they're not gems though. But that's when, that's you're when, an idiot. but that's when over years people go like, Kanye's different. Yeah, and he's just. Yeah, but and that's then all. You start, the, man, that's those dick writers. Man, <laughs> I'm sorry to use language like that, but there's people out here that's just like I'm a stan and whatever. Yeah. He can't do any wrong. He's like this dude is a fool, man. Yeah. So you can't follow 
foolishness. Yeah. You can appreciate music and good music when he makes good music, which he isn't right now. You know what I'm saying? If I want to listen to dope gospel rock, I'm going to listen to Lecrae. I'm going to listen to that Kirk Franklin. I don't want to hear Kanye West trying to figure out how to not be Kanye West anymore. Yeah. This dude had the nerve to say. Now, one thing I was, we'll move on once we finish this, once I finish this point and get to the stories. But Kanye, I think Kanye West hasn't figured out that all of his success outside of rap is still wholly dependent on him being a rapper. Mm-hmm. People buy Yeezys because Kanye West is the biggest rapper, whatever. He's rap, he's Kanye West, yeah. whatever. He's not just Nike now. Mm-hmm. If your rap career is tarnished and you ruin it, the Yeezy stock goes down. Yeah. I think he thinks he's now bigger than rap. And that's a really foolish thing to think. This dude had the nerve to say because he's like a Christian now or whatever his whatever he is, he's not doing any of his music live anymore. His old catalog, he he's not doing he's not doing it anymore. It's like, do you know how much money that's worth? And you're just not gonna you're not gonna you don't you 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 rebuke it now. You're like, oh yeah, no, I don't talk about. But Kanye West used to talk about some real shit. Mm. But he had but he was saying in this interview about you know I used to like rap about Hennessy and I used to rap about this. As if he was Master P or uh, Uncle Luke or something. Kanye West was a prof- people gravitate towards Kanye West because a lot of the Kanye West raps are profound, and he's yeah. speaking about black people going through struggles and and for him to be now doing this religion thing and act like he was poisoning in the community with terrible rap lyrics, like he was Waka Flocka or something like that, is insane to me. It t- it tells me that this dude is a fool and he probably didn't write a lot of the stuff that we love him for. Yeah. Because he just is like, I don't I don't talk about that stuff anymore, all that degrading women and stuff. I'm like, the last, I would not, th- maybe in the last couple years and bleach the assholes and all that kind of stuff, but the last thing I would describe Kanye West as late registration and college dropout and, and, gra- and, and, and graduation is a womanizer and telling kids to do drugs and all that. Yeah. He, he uplifted people. So for him to disrespect his own legacy like that is like, oh, you're a fool then. Yeah. So I don't I don't care about any of the stuff that you're talking about. I don't want to even entertain it anymore. I'm done listening. I don't want to listen to the music to be like, yo, this ain't it. I don't even want to do that anymore. I'm done. It's been it, it been like that for like the past couple of years. For sure. But this is <laughs> this is the new rollout trying yeah. to sell people stuff, want to sell people merch with Jesus on it, which I already I have an issue with. I mean the the, the you know, these churches and these mega churches get away with it. But when you see a rapper doing it, and it just feels a little weird to, you know, $65 sweatshirt that says Jesus is, is God on it or whatever it yeah. says, you know. It re- feels a little, you know, like you're taking advantage of people's yeah. uh, faith in, in, in religion. And that's gross. So, um, those are my thoughts on Kanye West. I could obviously go for longer if I oh, wanted to because sure. it, it really it really is sad to me. Above yeah. anything else. Because the dude, I don't think he's the most... He called himself the other day like, I'm the most talented musician to yeah. ever exist and it's not even a competition anymore and it's like all right man like i like your beats and you rap cool but like you're not uh better than stevie wonder yeah. or like it's just you know what it's, I mean? like, it's, it's just the shit from, it's just crazy it's, man. it's from years of people ass kissing him yeah and then and he, he believe n- it. and now he's like you believe it yep. yeah no yep yeah, yeah, well, and he's always been that way, but he always was still he was putting out hits, so you could igno- you could ignore it. Yeah, it's it, when we're like if if it was if they wrote the Bible today, I'd be in the Bible. And you're like, yeah. oh, that's crazy. Welcome to the good life. You go, oh shit. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't whatever he said. I don't know. That's look at look. You hear this new Kanye? Yeah. But now the shit is trash. This new shit is like that's trash, and you're saying crazy off the wall shit. Yeah. Goodbye, sir. Yeah. You know, him and so. him and uh the Trumpster ain't. They banned from this podcast. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I don't. This motherfucker says he's gonna build a wall, a border on Colorado. 
Mm-hmm. Colorado is not anywhere near Mexico. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, it's just crazy times. <laughs> it's crazy times. But, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. Um, I'm going to play Brandy. I want to be down. Shout out to Ray J. Ray J acquired the rights to Suge Knight's life story, bro. Mm. People need to start putting respect on Ray J's name, man. Uh, and uh, I can't wait to the, you know, they've been rolling out all these biopics. Mm. The Suge Knight biopic, because that dude was wild. Yeah. I will be right in there to check that out. We're going to uh, yeah, do a little, uh, we're going to do a little Ray J's sister, uh, Brandy. And this is um, I Want to Be Down. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some fucked up shit. So stick around. All right, and we are back. Fran, please prepare yourself. I have a very entertaining and wild story. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts afterwards because I think you're going to be, you know, a little surprised about how this story makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is the story of Pedro Rodriguez Philo. And the article that I read was from uh, allthatsinteresting.com, and he was, he's been described by some as the real-life Dexter. For those of you who aren't familiar, Dexter was a show that ran for like, I don't know, eight seasons or something like that. Yeah. I watched the first three, enjoyed them, fell off. Yeah. And then I heard season five was trash, yep. so I, it made me not want to pick back up. Same. And I just haven't done that. Same. So what I saw was good. The Ice Cream Man, a killer, and all that kind of things like that. Um, so this man is being described as the real life Dexter. <clears throat> So Pedro Rodriguez Philo is responsible for at least 70 murders, 10 of which he committed before he reached the age of 18. Mm. However, Rodriguez targeted victims who, for the most part, weren't just average everyday people. Rodriguez went after other criminals and those who had wronged him. Mm. Yeah. So Rodriguez, he started his life out in the rough times and, uh, you know, he came up a little before he even was born. His life was rough. He was born in 1954 in Minas uh, Gerais, Brazil, with an injured skull as a result result of a beating that his her mother his mother had took from his father. So his father had beat her so bad that it injured him in the womb. So he was born with a skull injury. Rodriguez committed his first kill when he was just 14. The victim was his town's vice mayor. The man had recently fired Rodriguez's father who was working as a school guard for allegedly stealing food from the school. Mm. So Rodriguez rolled up on this dude and shot him with a shotgun in, was, in City Hall. Was was that necessary? Or? Uh, I don't know, man. It's Brazil. It's different rules. I mean, getting fired in Brazil might mean we don't have yeah, food true. anymore. You know what I'm saying? And true. if he didn't actually take the food, now you father, fired my father for no reason. Also, as I continue the story... You won't ask those questions like that anymore because okay. you'll just be like, oh, this dude's thorough and I don't need to ask if it was necessary because to him it obviously was. Mm-hmm. I continue. His second murder wasn't long after that one. 
Rodriguez went on to murder another guard who was the supposed real food thief. So this dude's out here getting vengeance left and right. Yeah. The dude who got who his father got blamed for stealing. Right. The dude who fired his father for stealing. Everybody goes down. And how he found out? Oh, might have been bragging. You know, I don't, I don't know. Or he might have just thought it. I'm not saying he, you know he's right. He might have just assumed it was him. Could be wrong. Uh, he fled to the area of Mo, of Moji das Cruzes in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Once there, Rodriguez killed a drug dealer and participated in some burglaries as well. He also fell in love. Her name was Maria Olympia, and the two lived together until she was killed by gang members. Hey. Now. Because of him? Um, I'll get to that. Okay. But kind of sounds like the premise of a John Wick movie. Mm. Brazilian John Wick. I'm not saying this dude is Brazilian John Wick, but I'm going to continue my story. Olympia's death spurred Rodriguez's next crime spree. He tracked down several people related to her murder, torturing and killing them in his mission to find the gang member who took Olympia's life. Mm. So it's also a little bit of um, taken yeah. in this, That's except they just took her life. Like yeah. There's no getting her back. Thing. It's yeah. just every... Know what it is? It's Man on Fire. Haven't seen that. No, you have, man. You had to have seen that. That's one of the Denzel's best movies. With Dakota Fanning? No. He's John Creasy and they take her mm. and he burns all of Mexico down. No. Watch Man on Fire immediately. I haven't seen that. Watch Man on Fire immediately. Really good movie. Christopher Walken's in it. Watch Man on Fire immediately. Man, it's really good. It's one of Denzel's. Would you say your favorite John, your favorite Denzel movie is John Q? Watch Man on Fire. I guarantee you it'll be your favorite Denzel Washington movie. Okay. Uh, the next notorious murder Pedro committed was also one of vengeance. This time the target was his own father. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He killed his own dad. The same man he committed his first murder on behalf of. Right. Yeah. Check this out. Rodriguez's father had used a machete to kill Rodriguez's mother and was doing time at a local prison. Mm. Pedro Rodriguez visited his father in jail where he killed him by stabbing him 22 times. In prison? In prison. Wait, he got locked up? No, no. Oh, no. I'm about to see. No. Whoa. It's, it's, it's like a local... Brazil's a little more small oh, okay. scale, so it might have been a local jail. You could just walk in. Uh, he was in jail. He wasn't in like a maximum security prison yet. I think uh, he was kind of in between. Okay. No, he didn't like commit oh, so a that's crime. That's prison break. Yeah, yeah, oh, my no, goodness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of elements to this thing that's like TV shows. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, so he didn't stop there. He then took things to the next level by when he proceeded to cut out his father's heart before chewing on it. Wow. He managed to escape the jail that day Hit it like just bare, like like. He took a jump, took a bite out of it. Took a bite, you know. This also is like you know, according to sources, but not like video camera footage. Oh, he, he's he he said it as well. Oh, okay, so he like he took a bite, what cut if he it made, out. What if he made like a sandwich? I'd be like, whoa, like in the jail. Yeah, like he brought the bread and was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make me up a little. You know, I wanted to make a father and du- father and son uh picnic snack, and then he just kills him and then uses the bread. Oh, that's some hitman shit. Like, hey, Dad, you know, I heard you killed Mom, yeah. but I brought this picnic basket full of delicious yeah. snacks, and, you know, we can talk about it and, and, and everything. And he's like, son, there's no meat in here. Yeah. You're right. Stab, slice, stab, stab, 22 stabs later, cuts the heart out. Like, yeah. Oh, here's the meat right here. Yeah. Puts that on a bread, on a baguette, you know, spreads some nice may- uh-huh. mayonnaise on that and eats that. That would be nuts. Yeah. Be no, wild. he just cut it out and took a bite out of it, like <laughs> an apple. Man. Um... So uh, he, he, he escaped jail that day, but the man also known as Pedrino Matador, or Little Petey, 
was finally arrested on May 24, 1973. He was placed in a police car with two other criminals, including a rapist. When the police car stopped at the, at the jail, mm-hmm. they opened the door and discovered that Rodriguez had killed the rapist. Hmm. Yeah. He killed the... Wait, he, so he was in... So they like threw him in a paddy wagon when they caught him okay. with two other criminals. Oh, okay. All One right. of them was a rapist. Oh, right, you said don't... police car? So I was like, what? I thought you meant like a car. Oh, no, it was like yeah. a, like a, like a paddy gotcha. wagon okay. kind of situation. And I guess they were in the back and, you know, my man, Lil Petey was like, so what are you in for? And, mm-hmm. you know, I raped a chick, whatever. You know how it, you yeah. know how it is, whatever. Boom. It's king! I don't know what he used. Killed him. Killed the rapist. Killed the rapist. Shouldn't have told him you were a rapist. Oh. And so this had nothing to do with, um, what's the name? What? Is this him? I'm confused now. No, yeah, no. I'm His nickname is, his nickname is, uh, Pedrino, uh, what was it? Pedrino uh, Matador. Oh, okay. that's just a nickname okay. he has. All right. It'll okay. come up again. That's why I want to right. introduce it now. But yes, this is this is uh, this is Pedro Rodriguez Philo. Gotcha. He just killed his dad. He got away. Yep. They found him. Killed a rapist. Killed a rapist. They put him in pa- paddy wagon. Well, paddy wagon. Which we shouldn't say. We ever discussed that, right? I don't know. Paddy Irish wagon. listeners, if we have any, let me know if that's like uh, derogatory Racist, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. They put him in a cop van, a mm-hmm. bus or something. Uh, so yeah, they, they opened the doors. Rapist is dead. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was, this was the start of a whole new chapter of his life because he was thrown into prison where he was surrounded by convicts. Yeah. How did you kill him again? I'm sorry. Kill who? The rapist. They didn't say. I don't oh, know how. Okay. Maybe he choked him. I don't, it didn't say. But say, but, what if he made another sandwich? I'm like, oh, oh he man, ripped his heart out just... from his chest and ate it. No, yeah. I don't think he did that. I don't think he had the resources to do that. I, I would assume he was cuffed. Oh. I'm thinking maybe he choked him stomped him to death something very barbaric though Hmm. so um yeah but now he's in prison full of convicts and we know how he feels about convicts yeah it's i mean it's like it's like it's like it's like putting uh somebody you know a hot dog eating champion in wiener schnitzel you know it's like it's shit is going crazy Hmm. uh so pedro rodriguez Philo killed at least 47 of his fellow inmates which made up a majority of his victims it's believed that he's killed between 70 and 100 people in prison well, period, but 47, oh. he really racked his numbers up behind bars. Yeah. Killed 40, at least 47 people in prison. Uh, it's, it's reported that the convicts that Rodriguez killed while incarcerated were ones who felt, who he felt deserved retribution. That's what I was about to say. Like, did he spend time getting to know these people? And... It was, a, it was a lot of different, I've heard a lot, it was a lot of different accounts because he did a lot, his rap sheet is crazy. So. He um, he reportedly killed one of his roommates because he was snoring. Mm-hmm. He killed another guy because he didn't like the way he looked. Um, he, 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 he killed people for all kinds of things. But I would assume, you know, in the time that he's in prison, which I'll get to his sentence, you meet people, they talk, you hear stories about people, they did this, whatever, they look at you the wrong way, whatever. But in prison, it's like you have to assume everybody's in there for something fucked up. Mm-hmm. So he just was like, you. it's kind of like, you know, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. It's like, you can't really miss. Yeah. Somebody, they did something to somebody. So to me, it's like, you are you did something wrong, I'm going to kill you. He's like the Punisher. Hmm. Another reference. He's, he's so many things. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, so he was interviewed saying that he got a thrill and joy out of killing other criminals. He also said that his favorite method of murder was by stabbing or hacking with blades. Damn. Yeah, so he likes to get up close and personal. Uh, Though Rodriguez was initially sentenced to 128 years in prison, the crimes he committed while he was in jail upped his sentence to 400 years. Why? 
Because he killed 47 people, at least. Really? <laughs> they just keep throwing numbers, man. Got up to 400 years. Check this shit out, though. But by Brazil's law, the maximum prison sentence is 30 years. They feel, like, <laughs> they feel like it's cruel and unusual punishment to make somebody serve more than 30 years. But, stati- but, but by law, by the book, the laws that he committed racked him up to this number of years. Yeah. But they're not going to make you serve more than 30, for, yeah. no matter what the c- crime you commit is. That dude was having a ball, man. He... I don't think he would have cared if he got the whole 400. <laughs> Dude's a savage. Uh, so he served an additional four years for the murders he carried out in prison. And in 2007, he was released. Hmm. Not too long ago. No. Let me check this out. However, on September 15, 2011, local media from Santa... S- Santa Catarina published that Philo had been arrested at his home in the rural area, in the rural, I hate that word, in the yeah. rural area where he worked as a housekeeper on the Santa Catarina coastline. He was re- he was released this year and says he has handed his life over to Christ. Mm. I wonder if he, you know, maybe he checked out that Kanye West album. Maybe. Uh, you know. Uh, and he is in the process of writing an autobiography, which I would definitely read. And he is also has a YouTube channel where he <laughs> gives advice to people and, and he tries to, tries to convince other youths to turn their lives around. You know, mm, uh, I don't I know if I would that. take his advice. Um, he also, it's, hard, so also I it's in Portuguese, so I I couldn't take his okay. advice really. But I don't know if I want to take the advice from a person who ate a heart. Yeah, his own dad's heart killed like sixty people, but his dad killed his mom. Yeah. Now, do you think that Pedro Rodriguez follow is a bad guy? Um. Yeah, because he killed people. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 This is the again. This is the Mitchell Blair kind of situation. Um, I thought you were gonna be like, well, he's kind of like Robin Hood or something. I don't know. Um, I was wrong. That's fine. Yeah, um, I just don't. But he, the part I don't like him being in prison, just killing all types of people that's in there. He doesn't even know what they did. Sure. And I don't know his thought process. Maybe he just was just guessing. But or just crazy because he is crazy. But the initial kind of build up. Uh, well, I guess he like if my, somebody fired my mom, I wouldn't go kill him. Yeah. But. I like to tell people, you got to look at it from a different lens. Mm-hmm. Like when the next time you're, not you, but the next time any of our listeners might be sitting in traffic and, you know, you're late to work and you're like, this sucks, man. My life sucks. Brazil is a different place, man. Mm-hmm. Brazil, those favelas, the poverty levels, the the crime rates are insane. So a job might really be life or death to somebody, mm-hmm. especially if you're ruining my father's reputation by calling him a thief. Yeah. Maybe he can't ever get a job now because his that's his reputation now. Yeah. So it might be worthy of taking up arms in Brazil. Was him getting fired led up to him killing his mom? No, because it was a couple years later. Okay. He killed his dad killed his mom when he was about nineteen. Hmm. He killed this he killed he killed the guy that fired his dad when he was fourteen. Oh, so it was about so. five years into but maybe he never got a job again. Right. You know, and who that's knows? I mean. okay. But he yeah, he killed the shit out of his mom. He also killed the dude. Well, his dad killed his mom, but uh, uh, Pedro killed the dude who he believed was the actual person that stole the food that his dad got accused of stealing. Yeah. So these are kind of like, all right, I, I sound crazy, I guess, but like, they're like I mean, justified, kind of. They're messed that? up, but like, he's not just killing like women in parks. Yeah, but the dude that he killed, he didn't even know if he did it or not. One. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Two. For sure, for sure. For sure. That dude probably didn't have a job. And was trying to fire, probably feed his family. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good point. Look, I'm not because I feel like I'm gonna get uh, 
um, negative reviews and negative uh, comments on Twitter like you're defending this because that's what happened when I said something about Michelle Blair mm. which I won't go into again but <laughs> I was just saying I will clarify one last time shortly and briefly I was just saying that if she had did if her kids did the things that she was saying that they had done yeah I understand hating your children and wanting to get revenge on these now people. You just think they're people who did something terrible to your kid. But there is no proof that she's telling the truth. It's only her side of the story. I get that. But I'm just saying, if it was true, what she described was a terrible, terrible thing that they did to one of the kids. And I understand like being wanting to take violence out on them. I don't know. Now she went too far, obviously, but I just kind of, I kind of understood being angry towards somebody that could do that to your your child. I agree with you. So you preach to the choir, bro. Yeah, I guess so. I just didn't really like the energy I got for saying that. I wasn't saying like, she's dope or, you know, yay her. Mm -hmm. I was saying if what happened, what she, if what she's describing is how it really went down, which there's no proof that it is, then that's super fucked up, man. And I can understand that making you have a psychotic break and you just go crazy and start doing nuts shit to kids. I, I, I could understand kind of. And in this situation with Pedro, I just kind of think he's like, uh, he's like Wanwick. You know what I mean? Like he's just a savage, you mm-hmm. know, like just no mercy. Everybody was afraid of him. You know how crazy it is to survive a prison sentence when you're actively killing people? Like there, there's a story. I don't know if it's true. There's a lot of Chuck Norris, a lot like, a lot of Chuck Norris-like folklore around Pedro Rodriguez Philo. There's a story that he was once, while he was in prison, was attacked by five dudes. Mm-hmm. He killed three of them, and the other two ran off. Mm. Now, is there a, do, do I have, like, a fax on that? No, but that is one of the stories surrounding him. Mm-hmm. You know, so this dude was, like, the real deal, man. And still is. He's still alive, but now he's like, nah, man, but I follow Christ. But if you take something that he loves, like if you kill his dog... It could, it could, the switch, the flitch yeah. could swip, you know. Yeah. So the flip, the switch could flip. Yeah, the flips, the flitch, <laughs> the flitch could swip. The switch could flip, and you're dealing with a person who has like seventy bodies. Yeah, and is is will hunt you down. So I just thought that was probably a, don't mess with him now. Yeah, I think he's earned that. Yeah. I think you know you get you. It's like again, sorry, make another wire reference, but one of the best things in the wire is the dude Omar, who's like the most iconic character on the show. Mm. He doesn't have any cereal in the house, so he sneaks out of his little lair, goes to the store, and gets some cereal. But Omar's like, feared. Mm -hmm. The whole city of Baltimore fears Omar. But he's in his pajamas, goes to the store, pays for his cereal, gets some cereal, he's walking back to the house. He stops at like in front of a house just Mm -hmm. to light up a cigarette and smoke a cigarette. A bag of drugs falls into the ground. Mm -hmm. He wasn't robbing anybody, but the people saw him in front of their house and the house was a drug stash and they were like we don't want Omar to come in here give him the drugs but he wasn't even out to do that oh. they just his name rang out so hard Damn. that they they just dropped the drugs he doesn't even have to have a gun on them anymore because he, he, he used to rob him that's right? what he does he, oh, okay. he robs drug dealers mm. so when he came through again he Damn. just was getting he was going to get some cereal stop wanted to smoke have a little cig break took a little lit a cigarette smoking a cigarette sitting there chilling for a bit Bag of drugs hits the ground. What'd he say? Picked it up and walked home. Wow. But he was kind of like, oh, all right. But that's what his name earned him. Mm. I think his this dude's name earned him some peace. Just leave him alone. Yeah. Sam, just <laughs> leave him alone, man. Yeah. You don't want the problems. Just leave him alone. I think he's earned that. 
You eat your dad's heart. That's part of your, your legacy. Yeah. I'm not messing with him. So that was the story of Pedro Rodriguez Philo. A little short story, a mm. little sweet story. Not sweet, but a little simple story. Um, Heart probably sweet. You know, I don't know. It depends on your diet, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, you get you get like clogged arteries from eating a lot of meats and mm. stuff like that. And I would assume a clogged artery is like real fatty, mm. like a bad piece of, like a bad cut of meat. So um, it depends. I yeah. bet like vegans probably have sweethearts, you know? Um, but ironically, they don't eat heart because they don't eat... <laughs> crazy um well yeah so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break when we come back it's france turn to tell you some fucked up shit so stick around all right and we are back fran please it is your turn to go <clears throat> so my friend murder this week is about um daniel william it's, it's, william <laughs> it's like it's spelled like will will yet will ham will, will like with <laughs> i'm a sure y? it's william yeah yeah <laughs> It's like Will Yam. Will Yam. <laughs> but it's Daniel So like William. W-I-L Yam. W-I-L-L-Y-A-M. Right, that's Will Yam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dan, Daniel Will. He Will Yam. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got this is I got this story from um, the DallasNews.com. Okay. So a Dallas County jury on Friday sentenced Dan, Daniel William to life in prison for fatally, fatally, fatally stabbing a 20-year-old art institute um, of Dallas student mm. more than 40 times in a jealous rage. Oh my God. Yep. Um, the same jury had convicted William early in the day for the murder in the September, on September 10th, 2009 of killing, um, Samantha Shelley Nance. It wasn't the first time. Now, <laughs> I think we've talked about, um, how news stories, when they go to describe people, um, Mostly when it's like African American person when they like, uh-huh. oh this I don't know nappy headed guy you know what I mean like they go oh, to describe wow, no. people they say this is how you describe them. they say this is how you describe they just, I didn't read that just, <laughs> he said it wasn't the first time the gay foreman like why oh okay I got even? you I got you was like the convict or, yeah yeah, yeah like, okay for what the nappy the, nappy- <laughs> the gay what the gay navy uh, pastry chef. I, gay didn't need to be in there at all. Why? Like, you know, the news, man. That's why I don't like the news. Yeah. The gay was, Navy pastry the, chef. The gay former Navy pastry tri- pastry chef um, had thoughts of using knives on someone who upset him. Yeah, gay didn't need to be there yep, at all. That's what they said. So according to, but this is William. This is William. Yep. So according to Veteran Affairs medical records submitted um, as evidence during the punish the punishment phase of William's trial. In describing March 2005 problems that led to his removal from his ship at his own request, William told psychologists that he was so upset with superiors um, that he might be tempted to use pots and pans or hot grease and knives to hurt them. So get me off, get me off the ship? Yeah. Wow. Yep, that's what uh, was said on record. So he asked to be removed from the ship because he was concerned that... He was going to kill somebody. Yeah, he was concerned wow. that in the heat of the moment, he wouldn't be rational. Jeez. Okay, yeah, you don't want that dude around fire and knives right, and stuff. Right, yeah. let, let him go. Yeah. So there was also at least one prior occasion on which William acted violent, violently, according to records. He re, he reports nightmares and general anxiety and other rageful outbursts, though he was typically typically more mellow and calm. I think that's the worst. The, um, this outburst occurred in November, and he tore up his brother's room in his mother's house 
with a samurai sword. Oh, wow. And says that he was surprised by his actions after he had calmed down. Oh, so, like, this is a person who fully recognizes that they are dealing yeah, he with knows. some issues. Yeah, he knows. Wow. Well, I mean... I mean, he said there's... It's like, kind of like you're crying out for help. If you're yeah. letting people know, that like, I am going through some things. And my mind is not my own all the time. And yeah. I mean, we've come up on that last story like that on the show where it's, it's like, like... They tried to tell you. Yeah. Not... <laughs> that doesn't make whatever they did okay, but the you, he was a if person they give who you fell a warning, through the cracks. Right, yeah. right. So, um... William appeared calm and unemotional during most of his week-long trial before the district judge Carter Thomas, including when the verdict including when the verdict was announced. The only time he appeared to cry was when his mother testified that he was a good boy. Your mom would get you all the time, man. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. So authorities believe that William was increasingly obsessed with his roommate, Nathan Shuck, who was dating Nance. He grew up enraged that the Shuck art, that's the girl. That's the Shelly girl. is Shelly. Yep, okay. that's the girl. Yep. But he's um, gay. Yep. He was obsessed with, with the, the guy. Dude. Oh, yeah. okay. Nathan, got it, got Nathan it, got Shuck. it. Nathan Shuck. Got, yep. got it, got it, got it. Who was dating Nance. Mm, wow. He grew enraged that Shuck was spending too much time alone with his with the first girlfriend he had ever had. Young love. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> it's like... This dude... It's like... It's not, it's like, it's not even my fault, man. Yeah, like, I, you, I didn't... <laughs> I I don't I didn't want to date you. We're not you're not my ex. I didn't even know you liked me like that. And you're got all this stuff going on in your mind. Really good movie on Netflix since it is October called Creeper. Mm. Sounds a lot like partially that part you just read about being obsessed with the, the guy. Very good. Um, kind of like um, found footage type mm-hmm. movie, like being recorded on a. Ooh, I like those. Yeah, 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 it's, it's good. Creeper, okay. Creeper. Um, so yeah, so he was enraged that Shuck was spending too much time with the girl. His girlfriend. His girlfriend. His first girlfriend. His first girlfriend. And you know, I used to get called all kind of suckers because early on in life, I yeah, was man. very much, uh, yeah. a girl would make me do very suckerish things. Yeah. It, it happened multiple times. Yeah. I apologize for that, man. We're adults yeah. now. You know, I, I was I did some sucker things. Yeah, man. I was but, upset. I mean, like one of them, I mean, not to go off on a tangent, but sure. one of them was like, we was at the basketball court hanging yeah, out with yeah. the fellas. Well, I mean, you know. Was, you just yeah. left. Yeah, well, you know, I had to fix the thing. <laughs> this guy. Ooh, 18? <laughs> if that. It's like my like my, my marriage was falling apart. I got to go, man. Yo, it's it's game point. No, I got to go, man. Sorry. Like, I, oh, I got to go fix it. Never forget, man. Never forget. Oh. <laughs> uh. Stay for one more bucket. No, I gotta, I gotta leave. I have to leave right now. I have to leave. I have to leave right now. Unbelievable. So, uh, so William, twenty-eight, will be eligible for parole after serving thirty years. Like Brazil. Yep. Defense attorney Brad Loller Loller said his client would appeal. Nance's parents, two sisters, and other family members and friends attended every day of the trial. Mm. And and victim and victim impact statements. Her parents said the loss of their daughter after she left her um, native Italy, Texas for Dallas. Wait, what? Her native Italy, Italy, Italy Texas. Italy, yeah, Italy, Texas for Dallas. Why would you name, their lives? Why would you name a city Italy in Texas? Mm-hmm. Wow, it's just because like, oh, she's an Italian uh, immigrant. Yeah, no, she's from <laughs> she Italy, Texas, <laughs> and moved from Texas to Italy, Texas to Dallas, Texas. Yep. Okay. So Sam Nance, whose daughter was named after him, said her death in her Lake Highlands apartment had rendered him no longer capable of showing emotions. Mm. He said, my dog died. I didn't even cry. 
He said, I just dug a hole and buried him. White people love dogs, too. Yep. Damn. And said he wakes up in the middle of the night and hears his wife sobbing in another room. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Man. Yeah, man. The couple told William they wished he would die for his crime. Understandable. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Just not to cut you off. Yeah. But when you said the thing about the appeal, mm-hmm. we just watched that whole Botham Jean case. Yeah. I was going to bring that up, too. Yep. And, you know, she said how sorry she was and... The brother hugged her, and the father said, you know, he hopes whatever she finds God or whatever, and the, everybody showed her so much love in the courtroom, and her lawyer appealed pretty immediately. Mm. So, and that young man who was apparently a key witness in the trial, yeah. who is now dead, yeah. if they do get an appeal and retrial with the new jury, mm-hmm. they don't have his testimony anymore. Mm. So, she could, re, she could, she could appeal retrial mm-hmm. and get a shorter sentence or get out on time served i'm not saying these things are going to happen mm-hmm. but you need to stop i just want this to be a lesson to people i don't know they might deny her appeal but i hope so don't let people trick you into forcing them to forgive you yeah you know what I mean? like, that ain't happening with me don't because that con- contrition and, and and being sorry and being apologetic these are all things that come with time yeah and learning from your mistakes and all this kind of stuff this woman didn't even sit down and and, and really sit on her time and, and read some books and yeah. learn she immediate her lawyers are immediately appealing to get her out of prison yeah so how how sorry could she be yeah if she doesn't even think she should do the 10 that we all are like she should have she should have got more than that yeah if it when it happened, you were like she basically got off. Yeah, and that's not enough for her. Yeah, she wants <laughs> to just be out. Yeah, I think that's nuts. That reminded me of it. Like, I mean, yeah, it's a like way different situation, way worse. Right, right, right. But it's, but still, it's like um, there's no for me personally. It's like there's no no there's no, no forgiveness. I mean, no. this person doesn't come back after no, this happens at all. My child. So, and then and then speaking on that, it's like you go, I forgive you. I'm sorry. I feel like that person goes. What I did was wrong, but they forgive me. So, so why am I going to jail? That might have been that. Me. That or I can get past this even, even quicker. Even faster. This is not, I, don't this even is not, to, I don't even need to sit on it. I don't even need to think about them hating. It's me. It's not or, wearing me down. Yeah, yeah. Emotionally, so they, like, and that, and that's in that situation. That's why I said it. I didn't like it because it wasn't enough time had passed. Because I said it when it happened, but forgiveness is for yourself. Yeah. But when it's that early on, yeah. you freed her too. Exactly. In a sense. You exactly. know, you let her, you free you let her go too. You yep. freed her from the burden of grief and feeling t- sad because she feels like you feel sad. Yeah. But y'all are up there. She, it's like she knows y'all are sad, but y'all aren't mad at me. Yeah. So that helps me move on. Yeah. I said that was a gift. I, I, when I saw that, I was like, they gave they gave that woman a gift. You man. have to be kidding me. They gave that woman a gift, man. <laughs> That's such freedom wow. to, to somebody to tell you. In the courtroom, bro. She didn't have even had to go sit down yet. I was shocked. She didn't even do I, a year or nothing. I was shocked. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, they, they said, I hope you enjoy your time in jail. I hope you develop a, con- a conscience um, while you're there. Cynthia Snance. I think that might have been her mom or her sister or something. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, William wasn't the first suspect in the killing. Police initially... <laughs> zeroed in on Shuck. So Shuck was the <laughs> was the um the boyfriend uh-huh. of the, uh Na- uh Nancy? Nance? Nance. Yeah. Shelly Nance. Yeah, so who who had extensive knife who had a ex- extensive knife collection and dressed up like a ninja. Who did this? 
This was Shuck. This was um Her boyfriend. Her boyfriend. Yep. That's where she got the samurai sword from. Or maybe they had common interests. Pro- probably. Maybe that's how they became because they were roommates, right? Yeah. Yep. And maybe he was like, You like karate? I like karate too. You ninja? I ninja. Yeah. And so nah, I bet he took his samurai sword. Think so? Well, that would explain, either way. That would explain how he became so gravitated towards Shuck. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like we have all these interests. Yeah. We 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 dress up in our ninja costumes together, and then here comes Shelly. Yeah, interrupting our guy time, mm-hmm. and I'm this close to fucking this dude. Yeah, <laughs> and y'all coincidentally like like knives. Like that's crazy. Yeah, and like <laughs> and like ninja swear yeah. yep. throwing stars. I'm sure we're in the mix. Yeah. Um, so when they found a plastic baggie with Nance's blood and hair on it mm. in the in a bathroom of the apartment Shuck and William shared, they thought they had a slam dunk against a fellow art institute student. I'm sure you. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, DNA everywhere. Right. But Beach said Shuck was a dopey kid who was too scared to drive and had spent the days leading up to the murder getting the crust cut of his his. Bred by his mom and granny. That's just an insult. <laughs> Wait, am I missing something? Did Shuck do something? Why is she insulting him like this? I, I thought he know. was just the boyfriend. He is. I didn't have to say all that about his yeah. crust getting cut off yeah. and all that. His mom. Did they say mommy? His by mom, his mommy? His mom and granny. Oh, that's, that's rude. Yep. That's rude. Uh, maybe there's more, but if he didn't do anything, <laughs> you don't got to come at him like that. Yeah. Uh, so his mom dropped him off at the Art Institute on the day of the murder. Oh, he didn't drive. And he was there until that evening. Okay, well, I'm that's a little... Wait, they're in college, right? Yeah. All right, I mean, maybe he should get get a, get a bus pass. <laughs> his mom shouldn't be dropping yeah. him off. But, I mean, you know, gotta, you don't got to insult that man like that. Yeah. So he was he was there that evening, authorities believe. He also had little motive to kill a, girl, to kill a girlfriend of two months. Yeah. With whom he had only ha- held hands with. Once with. Oh. Yeah. William, on the other hand, was caught on surveillance surveillance video at a Walmart near Nancy's apartment. He was buying hair dye, soap, and gloves. He texted he texts Nancy's roommate, like a a lot, texting her and asking where Nance was and what she was doing. Oh, so you're trying to get her location and he had the cleanup kit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He was ready. That's a premeditated murder. That's that's it. Yeah. So he told friends that he was at Nance's apartment complex the day of her death to visit another friend. While there, he later claimed he was robbed by a black man with a... <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sick of that lie, man. I'm like, I'm so over it, man. Like, get a new, a, a new person, man. Like, it's always a black dude. Oh, a black dude did it. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. Yeah. God. <laughs> So he said he was robbed by a black man with a knife, with a knife, who stole a backpack of clothes. You might want your whack ass clothes. <laughs> so authorities found a small piece of blue material on Nance's body that could have that could have come from the same type of gloves that William was seen buying. In dramatic fashion, prosecutors fell back on Williams' own words to show that he had the motive to kill Nance. In a conversation with friends shortly after the murder. William said he expected police to come for him eventually. Mm. On Friday, as he gave his closing arguments, Assistant District Attorney Dewey Dewey Mitchell flashed Williams' reasoning from that conversation in all capital red letters on a a black background was, quote, because I hated her. 
Mm. And uh, that's how that story ended. Wow. Yep. Almost has some like Andrew Cunanan vibes. The guy that killed Gianni Versace. He did that story a while yeah. back. Mm. Like of obsession and you know living in this fantasy world and you think it's one way and then when you're like when it starts to crumble yeah you just lose it yeah because i mean this dude shuck man if his mom is you know cutting the crust of his peanut butter jelly sandwiches and he's getting driven home so what but i'm just saying he wasn't that dope you want to fuck this dude that bad the nas man it was like that was that was like he soulmates yeah yeah, wow. just the only obstacle was that he wasn't. I'm assuming he wasn't gay either. So, at the very least, he wasn't available. He was dating somebody. <laughs> Wait your turn. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, they break up. You slide in with your ninja costume. Hey, bro, you want to wrestle? And you know, you see where it goes from there. You know what I mean? Wow. Okay. We all been there. Whoa. No. Pause. Uh. <laughs> um. We uh. Good vibes, man. We got good vibes. Um. Pause. You re- you ready for some good vibes, man? No. What are you talking about? Nothing, man. You know, kid stuff. You know, you, basement. No. People, he wrestle. No. Wrestle. Oh, so we never wrestled? No. Well, yeah, but. All right, man. Well, don't make it weird. That's all I'm saying. You <laughs> wrestle. I didn't say anything beyond that. I'm just you saying. Did. All right. That's what you kid, meant. Kids have a wrestle. That's what you meant. I, kids have a wrestle. All right, man. That's what I'm saying. Kids right. have a wrestle sometimes. That's all I was saying. I wasn't saying anything right. weird. You took it somewhere, somewhere other, other place. Let's get into these good vibes, man. <laughs> Skin through these good vibes, man. Uh, yeah, let's, let's do that. Good, 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 good vibration. That's right, folks. Welcome to another segment of Good Vibes. We're here to, you know, clear up all that mess and those fucked up shit that we heard just a few moments ago and introduce some good vibes to take you off and send you off from this podcast episode with, you know, lifted spirits. So, friend, would you like to go first or would you like for me to go first? Go first. Okay, cool. My Good Vibes story this week is the story of this this hotel who, instead of throwing out their old used pillows, Mm -hmm. they used them to create an underground pillow fight club. For all to come in and have a good time and enjoy themselves. So, uh, an underground pillow fight club has been has opened its doors to the public this week for those seeking the ultimate smackdown. Imitating the iconic Hollywood blockbuster starring Brad Pitt and Edward Norton, more than 100 people joined the club to be schooled on the rules, learn the technique, and battle it out in the ring. Parents were pitted against their children. Friends came to blows, but every participant was trying to make it to the top of the leaderboard. Hmm. Points are awarded based on where the pillow strikes the body, with one being awarded for a leg shot, two for a torso shot, and five for the head. Mm-hmm. Further events took place in, adapt- in, in adapted hotel rooms across the UK, including Edinburgh, Cardiff, and Bristol, to celebrate the release of Premier Inn's best ever pillow. The new pillows are being introduced across 800 hotels, with as many as as 300,000 leftover cushions being used to launch pillow fight clubs across the UK. So basically, took all the old pillows, subbed them in, got new pillows in the hotel, but instead of being like, let's get rid of these, they started the best thing I've ever heard of. Uh, uh, One of the uh, patrons was quoted uh, at saying, We thought Pillow Fight Club would be the perfect way to use leftover pillows before they are recycled as a way to bring families together and have some fun. 
With the launch of our new pillows in the hotels and available to purchase online, it seemed like the perfect time to open up the club to the public. The most famous scene from the Hollywood blockbuster, which celebrates its 20th anniversary in autumn, was recreated to explain the eight simple rules of Pillow Fight Club. Leading the Shot for Shot remake is the club's very own mini Tyler Durden, the character who was famously immortalized by, by Pitt in the cult classic movie. White guys love this movie, man. Have you seen Fight Club? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little nuts. I don't, I'm not like super blown away, mm. but it is loved by some people. Uh, other than not talking about Pillow Fight Club, other rules include stopping a duel if someone dozes off and and limiting the number of bouts to one at a time. So it's like very structured, very organized. But you it's like sleep. You mean? I think that might have been a joke. Cause like <laughs> it's pillows everywhere. But if somebody just falls asleep oh, while okay. mid fight, maybe a knockout. Right. But I think they mean like if you just fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, they also stipulate that the floor is never lava. And that if if this is your fight, grab a pillow, you have to fight. Mm. If you want to keep an eye out for a pillow fight club near you, be sure to check out the Premier Inn's Facebook, Twitter, or even Bright page. Now, we don't live in the UK. We have some listeners out there. Keep an eye out for that. Maybe get some footage. I don't know if you're allowed to f- uh, you know, film in, yeah. the, in the pillow fight club. It's probably one of the rules that you can't. Um, so barbaric but that sounds amazing one of the things I thought was cool every photo that I saw was like father against son Mm -hmm. you know it's very like something to go do you know how we have like those sky zones here where you can go flip around on fucking uh, trampolines it was very fun by the way sure this is like ghetto that Mm -hmm. which I'm all for I'm still for that sometimes it's fun to just take like a hamper and ride it down the steps yeah, you know, sometimes ghetto fun is fun. It's just fun. <laughs> you know, it's not doesn't have all the bells and whistles. But you know, when I was a kid, me and my friends, um, we used to do this thing where we would be walking home from school, and then we create like a gauntlet with our backpacks, mm-hmm. and we line line up, stand across from each other. Like I have my book bag, and you have your book bag, and we stand across from each other, and then it would be like. Uh, a, a person next to me and a person next to you and they have their book bags and then one of the kids would try to run past us and yeah, we would throw the book, throw the book bags yeah. at them and just you know you try to dodge the book bags yeah i don't know why That's this dangerous. is a ga- i don't know why this was a game what what it what was who how you i guess yes i do know how you win you win if you don't get hit by a book bag but i don't know why we started doing that but it was so fun we yeah. did that every day for a whole school year yeah. you know sometimes those ghetto games are just fun games <laughs> just make them up play yeah. them you know so shout out to um that pillow company and that hotel and whatever it is and using their pillows and recycling them and giving good time and to is this families. like a high fashion hotel it's like it's just a it's like I'm sure it's like a simple I didn't really uh, see any pictures but I'm sure it's like it's just like a like a um, like a um, super 8 or okay. you know, something like that you know, cause it's like a chain sounds cool yeah, just something fun sounds exciting um yeah um <laughs> oh, oh were you not impressed? <laughs> what? Uh, I don't know. I didn't know it was an awkward pause. I thought you were just looking for your story and then you're laughing no. and making little ums and um sounds underneath your breath. I'm sorry that it wasn't a brain cancer survival story or something like that. It was just something fun and light, man. It's my bad. <laughs> I didn't say it was a bad story. Okay. Well, what was all that? Alright. It's a good story, yeah, man. These are good vibes, man. Don't don't bring me down to this. Don't all make right. me into this guy. Alright, I'm sorry. Tell you of good vibes, okay. man. Uh so Rather than issuing a ticket to a financially strict... I'm sorry. Read that again. Okay. Rather than issuing a ticket to a financially strapped Wisconsin mother, this compassionate police officer surprised her family with gifts instead. Wisconsin. 
Office of Kevin Zimmerman. That's how T Pain says it. That's how he says. It. Oh, that's where you from? No, it's just how T Pain says oh, Wisconsin. Okay. He says Wisconsin. Oh. So Officer Kevin Zimmerman of the Milwaukee Police Department pulled over Andrella Jackson for a registration issue uh, with her car earlier this month. He was then cheerfully greeted by her and her two daughters. You said Andrella? Yeah. Spell that. A-N-D-R-E-L-L-A. You don't like that name? It's different. What is it? Yeah, I mean, that's all I can say about it. It's <laughs> different. I've never heard it before. Maybe it's Andrella. Could be. I think Andrella. I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. Forget um, <laughs> So... Uh, so yeah, he was cheerfully greeted by her, by her and her two daughters. Although he was dismayed to find that the little girls did not have car seats. Oh, sitting in the car? Yeah, sitting in the car. And he didn't write him a ticket? No, that's cool. No, I like that. So un- unfortunately, Jackson explained that she could not afford this the seats since she has been struggling to buy new winter clothing for her kids for the upcoming Milwaukee winter, which I'm sure is probably Bre- brisk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now. I don't have kids. That's dangerous, right? It's illegal, yeah. But is it dangerous, though? Yeah, it's dangerous. Okay. that's what. It's, there's a difference. Yeah. It's like you're not allowed to... Like, you can get a ticket for not wearing a seatbelt, mm-hmm. but if you're confident in your driving skills, then that, that's your risk that you're taking. Yeah. But if is a kid okay just sitting on... In, no, it's so small. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. So then that... That's not good then, right? No, it's not. Okay. I'm just saying, like, that's not a good excuse. Like, I'm trying to get them clothes so I don't, they don't have car seats. That's not good that they don't have car seats. Right. Right? Yeah. I don't good. know. I'm just saying. I'm, I, yeah, it's I, not I good. Know. I but, thought it was just like a like a suggestion. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you, well, I'm sure you don't know this. When you have a car seat and if you get into an accident, uh-huh. you have to get a new car seat. Really? Yep. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Why? Just the law. Just law. They said because Sophie got an accident get with, with Steph's mom, uh-huh. and he said that if the person gets in a, in a car accident, you can't use that car seat anymore. Wow. Yeah, gotta get a new car seat. So maybe like maybe that something happened where she couldn't buy a new car seat. Maybe so she had just, them in something. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. Okay. Let's go with that. Um. So yeah, Zimmerman then visited a nearby Walmart and used his own money to buy coloring books, stickers, and two new car seats for seventy five dollars. Wow. Yep. After paying for the purchase, he went to Jackson's house to, de- to deliver the gifts. He even helped her install the seats and fill out the safety recall cards. Okay, Though wow. Zimmerman did not think very much of his gesture, Jackson later posted photos of the 36-year-old officer and her kids to Facebook um, as a thank you for his kindness. Okay, and it was quickly it sh- him. Yeah, and it was qu- quickly shared thousands of times. Okay. Now I'm able to finish, my, finish getting coats, Jackson told... Um, the news, the news station, that saved me seventy dollars um, on buying coats and hats and gloves. He's awesome. I really love him. I really appreciate everything um, he did for me. I mean, this is like a, a young cop too. He like he's probably like his mid thirties. Yeah, um, white guy. Um, so it was pretty cool. He's pretty cool. I'm sh- about to write her a ticket for something. He probably was like, nah. Yeah, it's she, not that big a deal. She's going through. Yeah, she's yeah. going through way more something bigger than this. Yeah, this damn ticket I'm about to get. That's up. why I don't like. Vi- I mean, we've we've seen all kind of interaction. I just saw a video of a, like an 11 year old girl getting hemmed up by the school officer. Oh yeah, but I don't like videos where sometimes you don't even give the police officer a good a chance to be a, a nice police officer. Mm. I mean, in like a traffic stop scenario. Yeah. I don't mean like 
you know, being harassed on the street or something like that. I mean, um, people who are like, I don't, those like those, I don't answer questions. Yeah. Cracking the window down, like just a little bit to put the, you know, it's like just sometimes, you know, you catch more flies with honey, man. Yeah. And if you just go, you know, how you doing officer? Da, 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 sorry. I was, you know, I didn't see the light or I was trying to beat the light or whatever. Sometimes if you're, yeah, yeah, we got, you know, <laughs> some need for speed shit going on <laughs> in our neighborhood. Um, sometimes if you're just cordial and talk to people, talk to them like a person, that person, that, that police officer, not to, not to, not to go down this pathway. Yeah. That police officer could leave that, that traffic interaction with you and go shoot somebody or whatever, or get, you know, assault a person or whatever. I'm not saying that cop is a good person in that mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. I'm not saying they're a bad cop either though. But in that moment, if you, if you try your hardest to just be a person to that person mm-hmm. and they're still a dick. Then you try, but sometimes it might just go like, oh, "I'm write your warning, man." Yeah. That happens. I'm not not all not all yeah. police officers out here just like mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull this person over and be an absolute dick and an asshole to them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, those interactions that we don't hear about that just ended with, you know, you know, just rudeness mm-hmm. and nobody got hurt, but mm-hmm. it just was a rude interaction. Mm-hmm. It could have been solved by you just being a, not not being like that's the police and they're pulling me over for some bullshit. Fuck this police officer yeah. here. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, well, okay, well I'm gonna write you a ticket yeah. for the maximum I can get and points. Yeah. Also, I think that if, even if it is a, a corrupt cop, racist cop, whatever, uh-huh. whatever the case may be, if you give him that green light and it's what I mean by that, if yeah. what I mean by that is either if they want to be a dick or whatever they want to do, whatever their motive is, if cops. you go, if you go, you give them an attitude. They yeah. like, you give me what I want now. So uh, now I have yeah, to. Now, now I can take this. Now I'm exactly. dog. I'm gonna get the dogs. Yep. I'm back up. Whatever. Yep. Yep. You kill them with kindness, and if it escalates beyond that point, you know that you're fully in the right. Yeah. You're probably you're probably fully in the right, even if you're a dick. Mm-hmm. You know they shouldn't. It shouldn't busting windows and all those yeah. kind of stuff. I just hate those videos where people are like, "Well, I saw a video on YouTube, so I know all the laws now. Yeah. So what statute am I?" Breaking, sir. Well, this is the we're on the road, so you're a federal cop, yeah. so we're on a road, so this is state. So uh, a traffic infraction is not a crime. So am I free to go? <laughs> and they're like, No, you aren't. Yeah. I need to see your driver's registration. Yeah. Well, am I free to go? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, I need your sergeant here. And now yeah. it's like, just now you've been out here for two hours, man. You could yeah. just gave me your license registration, got whatever you were gonna get, and been gone. Yeah. But it is at a point where I will go, hey, I'm about to go in my glove department, okay? Oh, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's, that's just mandatory. Yeah. That's just mandatory. No sudden movements, hands on the steering wheel, yeah. roll your window down, and make sure yeah. your car is cut off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they, they'll take that as an act of aggression. You know, if you just, you might put your car in park and forget to cur- turn it off. Yeah. I got pulled over recently, and the the police officer didn't get out of the car until he saw my saw my lights cut off, mm. which A4? I understand. Which yeah. I understand. Day four. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh huh. Yeah. Yes. Which I understand because yeah. I could p- just pull off when he gets out. Yeah. So make sure your car is cut off too. But oh, that's just mandatory. Yeah. No, I'm not making any sudden movements when there's a person with a gun standing above me. Yeah. You know. So yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. I'm I'm gonna reach into this. Here's my. I got all that shit already. Already in a pile already before they even come to the car. <laughs> oh, okay. It's no, it's no like, oh shit, let me. You want it? Now. I already know what they want, so I'm not even gonna. No, we're not doing nah, that. I'm not giving me. I'm not giving you the chance to think I'm doing something uh, that's gonna get me killed. It's not happening. So my st- my license and registration, all that shit is, it's all right here. As soon as you walk up, it's ready to go. Hmm. That's just how we. That's just how it's gotta go. Yeah. I've never been pulled over and been like, oh man, what do you need? I already know what you need. I'm not reaching and uh, flipping mm-hmm. some shit down and no, it's not happening. 
I've seen it too many times. It's not. Yeah. It's not going to be me. So it's already right here. Yeah, but I can tell you one thing: we're for the post office. You get away with a lot. Tell you that. What do you mean? I've been to a put a couple times and they. How long you work for the post office? And then, all right, well, give you warning. Go ahead, buddy, business. Oh, that's yes. that federal bond. I guess I'll take mm. it though. Well, yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever will get you power. I'll man. take it. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever gets you, you get real. Oh uh, yeah, I'm about about whatever years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, hard times, man. You know, packages coming in. Start yep. talking about work and yeah. shit. Yeah, man. Hey, whatever to diffuse the situation. Yeah. Hey, get it done. I fuck with it. Um, yeah. So I mean, um, your good vibe story. That was. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm not gonna shit on yours. You know, <laughs> I didn't that, was cool. that was great. That was fun. It's all this kind of stuff. Pillow Fight Club. Police officer giving somebody car seats. That's great. You know, those were both equally. Yeah. Those were both good vibes. That could be the pillow fight. Could be like a stress reliever or something. It, it yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't shitting on your story, bro. All right, man. I'm just saying. I felt some animosity coming your way. I just felt like you were being a little dismissive. But whatever. The good vibes were spread. Again, we've got a couple of reach outs from people saying they like the new format, so we're gonna keep it going. Friend already put his foot down. He likes it, so we're gonna keep it this way. Um, that's all I have to say uh, on that matter. Now, next week I am going out of town. I'll be going to Vegas next week, so um, we're gonna need to try to record that episode and kind of bank it, okay, to put it out while I'm out of town because I will be out of town from next Friday to next Tuesday. Hmm. So I'll have to already have it loaded and ready to go. You know, out of out of you know, out of state, like mm-hmm. by coastal. When I'm you know when I you know how you know how I do big boy yeah. thing. When I'm by coastal, the episode has to already be ready to go. So you know we'll figure out those particulars and those details. We don't need to be discussing that with the listeners right now. Mm-hmm. We're gonna let you guys go. I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in True Crown Friends, so Evans, and we'll see you guys next week. Deuces. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park